Welcome back to another bonus side quest episode of the Main Quest podcast. As always, I am your host, Keith. This could very well be your very first episode or introduction to this podcast. Uh, what I essentially do on the Main Quest episodes are go through a library of games that I grew up playing as a child and I reevaluate them to still see if they hold up today. But on these bonus side quest episodes, I more or less talk about whatever game I really want to sit down and talk about. And today is a pretty big one. In fact, it's so important. Some would say that it is the best game ever created. I shouldn't even I shouldn't even say some. It's unanimously chosen as if it was written in the Bible that this game would come out and be known as the greatest of all time. In fact, when, when I get into it, when I start talking about this game, the gaming industry should just shut down, wrap it up, close it up, Microsoft, Sony, fuck, Nintendo, you did it. You're done too. Close it up. Games are done. Anything that has come out after 2017 doesn't matter. This is it. This is the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So strap in, guys. Uh, but before I jump into the episode, I gotta, there's just something on my mind that I have to get off my chest. The Constitution of the United States of America guarantees us the right to own and operate firearms. And that is a right we must exercise in order to keep our country healthy, lest our democracy atrophy. It is the duty of all American citizens, as well as their cats, to be able to use and maintain a firearm. Citizens who cannot handle a gun safely are as irresponsible and useless as citizens who do not own a gun at all. Americans and their homes are under attack. It is imperative that in order to ensure the future security of our country, every man, woman, child, and cat be able to defend our nation against the enemies of democracy. So, at this point you're probably asking yourself, do cats really play with guns? And yes, absolutely yes. Even a cursory search of the internet will turn up dozens of pictures of cats playing with guns almost all handling them in an incredibly uh, unsafe manner. It is frequently said that curiosity killed the cat, but what is often left unsaid is that the actual cause of death was the improper discharge of a firearm by a poorly trained feline. Cats are inquisitive creatures, no doubt about that. They are going to explore every nook and cranny of your home, and if you keep a firearm in your place of residence, which, again, you should, it is only a matter of time before your cat discovers it. Pause for a moment to think about which scenario you would rather have play out. A. Your cat never having or handled a gun before, bats it around as if it's just another toy or stuffed mouse, possibly discharging it in the process, or B. Your cat whom you have already talked to about how a firearm is a tool and not a toy, and who has received extensive training on the proper handling of the weapon, discovers your firearm and accords it the respect it is due. The answer should be as obvious as the whiskers on your cat's face. So, 
is it safe to own a gun if I have a cat in my house? Positively, yes. A gun is a tool, plain and simple. While it does have the potential to cause injury, the same is true of cleaning chemicals, knives, and matches. It is only because of the propaganda and scare tactics of the liberal Zionist-run media that Americans second-guess the wisdom of keeping guns in their homes. Scare tactics that undoubtedly serve their greater agenda to overthrow the rightful leadership of the United States and the subsequent imposition of the European-based one-world government. If anything, once you have explained to your cat the importance of responsible gun handling, having a firearm in your home will make your cat considerably safer. Not only will your fluffy little friend be prepared to fend off criminal, foreign, or supernatural threats, but cats from gun-free homes are more likely to be curious about the weapons that they encounter than cats who are already familiar with them. Now, it is impossible to guarantee that your cat will never come into contact with a gun, so make sure your kitty is ready for it when that day finally arrives. Now you say, but Keith, I'm pretty responsible with my gun, why? Why should I bother to teach my cat about gun safety? Well, you always keep your guns unloaded when you're not in use, right? They're, they're stored in a secured gun safe that only you have the keys to. You even have trigger locks. Surely, with all these precautions, you don't need to talk to your cat about responsible firearm usage, right? Wrong. Dead wrong. Even if you keep your firearm secure, that doesn't mean your cat won't encounter one elsewhere. Especially if they're an outside cat. Do you really know what your cat is up to when they leave the house? What other cats they associate with? Where they go? What they're doing? While 40% of American households are smart enough to own at least one firearm, not all of them are as responsible as you. Think about how many homes on your block alone might have unsecured weapons your cat could get their paws on. Even worse, many of these unsecured guns are kept in cardboard boxes, a container most cats will find irresistible. If your pet were to come into contact with a gun without the proper training, it could be a catastrophe. Now, here's, here's a little tip that I learned when I, was, when I was in the armed services. All the guns in the world won't do your cat a lick of good if he doesn't have the ammunition to back it up. Wrapping your cat in a bandolier will help ensure he's ready for trouble wherever he goes. Whether it's out in the neighborhood, using his litter box, or even snuggled in his favorite blanket. So, what is the best age to start talking to my cat about gun safety? The easy answer is that no age is too young to start introducing your cat to the benefits and responsibilities of gun ownership. But realistically, you should wait until at least a week after birth when cats begin to open their eyes. At no point in your cat's life will it be more playful and precious than when they're a kitten. The obituaries are filled with families who thought that their kitten was too young to play with guns, that they could wait until the cat was just a little bit older to instruct them on proper firearm usage and safety. This assumption is irresponsible, and too often fatal. If anything, the youthfulness of your kitten is even more reason to teach them about firearms. Never forget your kitten's curiosity, clumsiness, mischievousness, and lack of problem-solving skills can be a deadly combination. Every day you hesitate in talking to your cat about gun safety, you are putting yourself, your loved ones, and your cat at risk. 
Think about your cat sitting by a window, watching a bird in a nearby tree. How much does your cat want to catch that bird? They desire nothing more. And if your cat has not been trained to respect the power of a firearm, they may use your gun to do it. You might think that there's no danger in this. That cats are natural hunters. But until your cat has practiced in the control setting of a reputable and licensed firing range, you cannot assume that they have the skills necessary to operate the gun safely. While cats do possess many innate skills when it comes to hunting, the operation of a firearm is not among them. Here's a shocking statistic for you. Over 40% of firearm accidents involving cats are caused by improperly trained felines attempting to shoot birds out of trees. Accidents that lead to the wounding or death of tens of thousands of humans and cats every single year. This is the most common danger you expose your household to when you fail to talk to your cat about gun safety. So what you're saying, that I shouldn't allow my cat to use a gun for hunting? No, of course not. Uh, your, your cat should have the access to all the weaponry our founding fathers risked their lives to guarantee us, whether it be a simple Beretta 9mm or a fully automatic AK-47. However, if your cat is going to use a firearm for hunting, it is important to make sure that they are properly licensed, that they do not fire the gun within 500 feet of a residential area, and that they understand the importance of wearing a highly visible orange hunting vest. Furthermore, since cats are colorblind, it is advisable that you mark the vest in some way so your cat will be able to tell it apart from any other non-orange vest they own of a similar cut. So how can you trust your cat to use a gun? Well, some have said that our cats have might greater loyalty to other cats than to their country. But this is patently untrue. Just like how it's written out, American cats are Americans first and cats second. I have no doubt that when there is some sort of incursion by the European Union or the United Nations to impose their sovereignty upon America, despite the presence of cats on both sides of the conflict, American cats will stand with us. Our cats were born here, and they have tasted the sweet kitty treats of our democracy. It is preposterous to think that their blood would run any less red than that of a human American patriot. There are almost 100 million cats living in American households, and untold millions more loosely organized into feral militias. Do you not think that the enemies of our nation quake in fear at the thought of an extra 100 million soldiers defending our country? Soldiers who possess superhuman reflexes, balance, and unrivaled night vision? The importance of cats to national defense is something that has been understood by many of our greatest presidents, from Abraham Lincoln to George W. Bush, and is something that, as vigilant Americans, we must never forget. And it is the duty of every American citizen, human and cat alike, to exercise the rights bestowed upon us by the U.S. Constitution. By teaching your cat about the potential danger your home might face, such as burglars, dogs, ghosts, and foreign enemies of the United States, as well as the proper way to respond to them, you are helping to fulfill the destiny of the greatest nation ever conceived of. Failing to train your cat to use firearms is a betrayal of everything that George Washington and our other founding fathers held dear.
while forbidding the use of any gun would be a violation of your cat's Second Amendment rights, there are some types of firearms that might be better suited for cats than others. While virtually any cat will be able to handle a lightweight 9mm with ease, few cats excepting perhaps a Maine Coon or Norwegian Forest Cat will have the size and strength necessary to fire Desert Eagle or Barrett 82A1 safely, at least without extensive training, but if there is one hard and fast rule on this topic, it's this. Under no circumstances should you provide your cat with a gun equipped with a laser scope, as your cat is likely to be more interested in the dot it makes than the deer, burglar, or communist in their sights. Now, we've come this far, and you're probably asking, is it even legal for my cat to own a gun? At this point in time, the legality of cats owning guns is a gray area. Nanny state liberals who don't think that Americans can be trusted to wipe their own bottoms, let alone own firearms, have imposed draconian background checks and permits that technically prevent a cat from registering a firearm. However, there is nothing in the US Constitution that explicitly forbids cats from owning guns. Until the day when the brave patriot has the courage to buy a gun, register it, get arrested, and appeal the case all the way to the Supreme Court, we cannot say for certain. However, we feel sure that someday soon our cats will finally have the right to proudly own and bear arms legally. So when you finally do decide to have the talk with your cat, make sure it's in a quiet place, free from distractions. As amusing as your kitty might be when they're playing with a ball of yarn, this is a serious discussion, and it is important that you have your cat's undivided attention. Place your cat on your lap, make sure to give them lots of pets while you're speaking to them to ensure that you have their full attention. Now, if you have more than two cats, enlist a partner or friend to join you for the discussion and to pet any cats in excess of the number of working arms that you have. Now, there is no one perfect script to use when talking to your cat. However, there are four key points every conversation should hit on. Number one. If you encounter a strange gun, don't touch it. Number two, never let your paw touch the trigger unless you are prepared to fire the gun. Number three, never point the gun at something unless you intend to shoot it. Number four, remember, guns are not balls of yarn. They shouldn't be batted around or handled lightly. Always keep a secure grip on your gun. Now, oft-neglected aspect of gun safety is knowing how to wield your firearm against your enemy in an appropriate fashion. All the safety training in the world will do no good if your cat isn't prepared. Number one, dogs are often, as it is commonly said, all bark and no bite. Instruct your cat to fire a warning shot if an angry or an aggressive dog confronts them. This will be enough to scare most dogs away without resorting to bloodshed. Remember, when firing a warning shot, always fire down and into the ground, not into the air. Number two, burglars, while posing a potentially serious threat to your cat's safety, should not be met with lethal force. In many cases, it will suffice to uh, merely maim the intruder. Just because your cat is the cutest little cutie pie in the world, does not mean they possess the higher brain functions and powers of reasoning necessary to decide the fate of every criminal who crosses your threshold. Number three, 
while some might scoff at the existence of ghosts, they do exist and are some of the most fearsome and dangerous threats facing both our cats and our country. They are not a foe to be taken lightly. It is a common misperception that due to their incorporeal form, ghosts are immune to bullets. Now, the origin of this myth is likely people not using a large enough caliber bullet when confronting supernatural entities. Situations involving ghostly adversaries are when your cat, being well advised uh, with a variety of guns, can have the biggest payoff. A kitty who was a novice to firearms will not be able to easily gauge what caliber their gun is, thus wasting precious time trying to fend off a ghost with a weapon that is doomed to be ineffective. Your cat will need to use at least a 44 caliber sidearm or a 30 caliber long barrel firearm in order to achieve sufficient stopping power against a ghost. Anything less than this, they're better off fleeing to seek the aid of an exorcist. Number four, it is impossible to know what sort of foreign threat your cat might face. It could be an occupying UN force, a crazed Muslim jihadist, or Hispanic who has entered our country illegally to steal our American jobs. Above all else, the American dream must survive, and that is why it is appropriate to meet any foreign threat to our country with lethal force. It is against these types of foes that field training will be the most helpful to cats who are inexperienced with guns, will often have trouble getting the barrel high enough to hit any target above knee height, or will become frightened by the noise of the gun and run, hiding in a closet or under a bed. By providing regular lessons, and encouraging your cat to spend time practicing at a firing range, you can make sure that every shot fired by your feline is a deadly one. Now, is there anything that could undermine the training of your cat? Well, the number one promoter of unsafe gun habits is television. Everybody knows that television is replete with examples of cats, cartoon cats especially, handling firearms in an irresponsible manner that does not illustrate how potentially dangerous they can be. Characters such as Tom from Tom and Jerry and Sylvester the Cat from Looney Tunes are frequently the victims and perpetrators of injury due to the improper handling of a gun, but this violence is often shown without repercussions. Cats, and more often so kittens, might get the wrong idea and begin to think of firearms as a fun toy rather than a potentially dangerous but useful constitutionally protected tool. Be sure to explain to your cat the difference between how guns are used on TV and how they operate in the real world. Now, if you do catch your cat using a gun in an irresponsible way, don't just reach for that squirt bottle. Punishing your cat will do no good. And if anything, it may result in them hiding more of their activities from you in the future. Make sure your kitty feels comfortable telling you if they've encountered or played with a gun so that you can explain to them how they might handle the situation better next time. Gun safety isn't just something you talk about once and forget. It is an ongoing process. There are a number of ways you can promote safe habits that will stick with your cat through all of their nine lives. You can find additional resources on the internet, including further discussion on the subject of gun safety the locations of uh, local gun clubs for cats, and AAAP-approved shooting ranges that have facilities to accommodate felines. 
And so finally, before I actually start discussing uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I do believe it's very important that you talk to your cats about Satanism. Satan is the one true enemy. He is the prince of lies, the great deceiver, the dark lord. There are many threats to your cat's body from uh, the tips of their whiskers to the end of their tail. And now I'd like to talk about the threat to their soul. Behind all these threats is Satan. Whether you are talking about abortion or hairballs and fleas, they're all Satan's doing. What good is trigger discipline to a cat whose heart has been tainted by evil? What good is abstaining from premarital sex for a kitten who cavorts with the enemy of our Lord? If there is one thing you must, must speak to your cat about, let it be this. We need only to look at the moral depravity that has taken hold of the world around us to see proof of the existence of Satan. Global food shortages, cats peeing on the rug, landfills overflowing with aborted fetuses. These events could only be his doing. He has turned our kitty daycares into cesspools of atheist degeneracy. Heathen dens where God is mocked, staff members are fired for even mentioning Christianity, and cats are expelled for praying. With the exception of country music, virtually every aspect of pop culture exists solely to entrap unwitting cats in his dark design. Satan's fondest desires is for you to think that he is a myth, an abstract concept, but he is not. This is his plan. He wants to trick you into believing that he does not exist, that his followers are nothing more than a joke. Then, when your guard is finally down, he'll get his hooks into your cat and drag your little cuddle kitty straight to hell. tales, or tales, sadder than those that we hear from cat owners who waited too long to talk to their kitten about Satan. Some held off because they didn't want to scare their cats. Others thought their kitten was too cute and innocent to be tempted by the Dark Lord and his infernal bag of kitty treats. Be warned, no kitten is too young to be ensnared by Satan's bosom. In fact, the devil gets perverse pleasure in recruiting sweet little kittens for his army of the damned. The more adorable, the better. Satan knows that tiny kittens are the most naive, the most innocent, and so this is when his minions will try the hardest to taint your cat's sweet fuzzy heart. From the very moment they are born, you should be praying with your cat in order to protect them against Satan. Now Satan has many methods to ensnare the mind and soul of your cat, but in modern times, the allure of magic has become Satan's greatest recruiting tactic. Satan is a master of deception, and he has used this skill to fool the world into believing that tales of sorcery and wizards are just silly, harmless fantasy. 
Young kittens grow up daydreaming about casting spells to summon cardboard boxes or to levitate magically down from the top of the tallest tree. These spells may sound innocent now, but it is not long before your cat will be dreaming about powers that would allow them to raise the dead and shoot fireballs out of their paws. Powers that Satan is only too happy to grant them in exchange for their soul. These days, magic is everywhere you turn in pop culture. A situation orchestrated by Satan's minions in Hollywood. A cat today can't even flick their tail without hitting a book, movie, or video game glorifying magic. Here are just a few ways that Satan uses pop culture to entice kittens down the left paw path with promises of dark powers. Books. Millions of cats have read and loved the furry herder books about an orphan kitten with magical powers. Librarians and teachers have praised the series for finally getting cats interested in reading. But at what cost? If young cats want to read about fantastic miracles, they should be turning to the Bible, not devil-inspired fantasy trash. Dungeons and Dragons For over 40 years, the satanic industrial complex has been using tabletop gaming as one of their primary methods for recruiting young cats. Games like these encourage cats to act out mock rituals of black heathen magic. Led by a satanist recruiting agent known as a dungeon master, games of Dungeons and Dragons are a way for the devil to identify cats who are likely candidates for his army. The most promising kitties soon graduate to casting spells in real life. Then, it's only a matter of time before the cat becomes corrupted by the infernal power Satan has bestowed. Read between the lines of any local newspaper, and you'll see dozens of stories about people behaving strangely in ways that can only be explained by cats casting mind control spells on them. And then of course, video games. There is no shorter path to Satan's embrace than through video games that involve practicing magic and casting spells. Demons and witchcraft are common elements in role-playing video games especially. If you find one of these games in your house, destroy it immediately. Such games can have a profoundly damaging impact on moral and psychological well-being of a young cat. Explain to your kitty that these types of games pose a significant threat and that such mature themes are not appropriate for cats of any age. Instead, encourage your kitten to try games that celebrate themes that make America great, such as our military or capitalism, by playing Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. And lastly, television. Cats love seeing other cats on TV. Satan knows that there's a shortage of kitties in the media for our cats to identify with. And so when one does appear on television, you know they're there to further Satan's goals. This is why cats are often seen in the company of wizards and witches on TV. From Miss Kitty Fantastico on Buffy the Vampire Slayer to Salem on Sabrina. There's perhaps no more glaring example of this than Asriel, the pet cat of Gargamel from the cartoon and now movie The Smurfs. The character of Asriel is Satan at his most brazen. Not only does Asriel aid Gargamel in his evil spells, but Asriel is named for one of Satan's most trusted demons. A fine role model for America's cats, indeed. One trendy quote-unquote religion that is rapidly gaining popularity is the cult of Wicca. In actuality, Wicca is merely watered-down Satanism, 
luring foolish young women with liberal arts degrees into lesbian covens where they worship a goddess and their menses. In many ways, these misguided women are almost pathetically sad, but at the same time, they are also extremely dangerous. Overwhelmingly, Wiccans are angry, lonely feminist spinsters and therefore likely to own lots of cats. Cats that they indoctrinate with their heathen propaganda. Now let's say you take all of these precautions. Satan works in many ways. The Dark Lord will do anything that he can to nab your little kitty's soul. And one of those ways is possession. Can your cat become possessed by a demon? Of course. The Bible relates many occasions when Jesus fought against demons or evil spirits who had taken possession of a person. While the good book doesn't explicitly mention any feline possessions, that doesn't mean it can't happen. In fact, we just should assume the opposite. After all, what more tempting target could there be for a demon than a furry, innocent little kitten? There is scant talk in the nightly news about demonic possessions, so most people should consider them to be something that happened only in biblical times. And that is exactly what the demons want us to think. That way, they can take us and our cats by surprise. Now, how can, how can you tell if your cat is possessed? There are many people who uh, report that their kitty has started acting crazy. Sometimes to the point where it's as if they don't know their cat at all anymore. We hear stories of kitties who have become angry and aggressive, who pee in inappropriate places, or whose happy purr has been replaced with one containing a sinister, demonic undertone. In my experience, none of these circumstances necessarily suggest the actions of a cat possessed, but that does not mean these cats aren't troubled. If your cat is exhibiting behaviors like the ones described above, more than likely they've become addicted to drugs or are being tormented by a ghost. Satan has tricked us, using TV and movies, to think that wild, violent behavior is the sign of possession of a cat. To the contrary, demons are often rational spirits and are frequently seen in the Bible holding normal conversations with Jesus. After all, if Satan was wily enough to masquerade as an angel of light, then surely some of his minions would use the same tactics. So if acting crazy isn't a sign of possession, what is? Unfortunately, it can be difficult to say. Satan has different types of demons working for him, each of whom will manifest their presence in different ways. Uh, for example, some demons cause illnesses, such as cancer, fleas, or crystals in your cat's urethra. Other demons make your cat susceptible to negative emotional states such as anger, anxiety, hate, and lust. Last are the demons who force your cat into sinful behaviors, such as clawing at the drapes or working on the Sabbath. At the end of the day, all you can really do is look deep in your cat's eyes and ask yourself if the twinkle within is from the light of Jesus or the fires of hell. It will take practice. You may need to look into the eyes of your cat every time you meet, but with time, the signs of the infernal will become clear to you. Satan does not rest. He does not waver. He will always be there, waiting for your cat's moment of weakness. He may hide behind the litter box, under your bed, or in your cat's favorite tree. 
You never know when he will strike and drag your kitty to hell, thus condemning your furry little buddy to an eternity of perdition. But there is hope. Helping your cat resist Satan might be the hardest thing you ever do, but it will also be easier than you think. Because if you're a responsible Christian cat owner, you're doing it already. Satan may be the Lord of Darkness, but he has no dominion over the light. All you have to do to defeat him is fill your cat with the radiance of God's love. Teach your cat the lessons of Jesus. Pray with your cat. Go to church with your cat. Be there for your cat when their belief falters and betrays it with your own. Satan may be the one true enemy, but he is no match for a faithful feline. With that said, let's get into The Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild.